Hi, everybody. This is the new episode of the English Online podcast. Please subscribe to this podcast using the podcast app for iPhone or iPad or listen to the episodes using the English Online Android app. Thanks for all the comments at the iTunes store. And if you haven't yet left a comment for this podcast, please do so. The more comments for the English Online podcast, the more people will find out about it and listen to the episodes. Thank you for telling your friends, your neighbors, your family, and keep listening. Today we'll tackle an idiom whose meaning wasn't obvious to me for a while until I looked for some clarification and then I finally got it. So picture this, you're in school and somehow you and your friend Ken have been chosen to organize the graduation party. So Ken thinks the party should be at the Grand Party Salon. Yeah, that's what it's called, Grand Party Salon. And your friend Ken has his heart set on the salon. He thinks it's the perfect place. It's spacious, centrally located, nicely decorated, and affordable. So the two of you go ahead and try to book the grand party salon for graduation night. Things start to get a bit complicated when the staff person says that there are a few restrictions for graduation parties, such as no one individual can have more than four drinks and Also, there has to be an equal number of men and women sitting at every table. Ken cannot believe it. He and you both know it would be impossible to control everyone's individual alcohol consumption or guarantee an equal number of men and women at every table. You start saying, well, guess we'll just have to look for another place. But Ken wants to fight for the salon. He won't even consider other options. It's the salon or nothing. But the salon people will just not budge. You feel Ken's wasting precious time as the graduation date approaches, and you still have not locked down a location for the party. So one day you tell Ken it's time to drop the salon and move on. You tell him that the salon would be a great option, but they're making unreasonable demands, and there are other very nice options out there. You tell Ken you have to let the grand party salon go. You've become so attached to the idea of having the party there that you can't see the forest for the trees anymore. We're not going to have a party if we don't secure a venue fast. It's less than two months away, and all our planning depends on where the party is going to be. And then, somehow, Ken gets it. He says, oh, thank you, buddy. Thanks for opening my eyes. You're right. I lost sight of the forest. Ken got so involved with trying to negotiate the salon that getting it became his major concern, and he totally lost sight of the fact that location, while important, is just one element of planning a party. There's a whole lot more involved, and it was all being put on hold because he was so dead set on the grand salon. So that's what not being able to see the forest for the trees means. You're so focused on details that you fail to understand or lose sight of the larger situation. I can remember doing this on my own life a couple of times. Um, for example, when I was starting out with Inglés Online and spent way too much time thinking about the appearance of my website, when instead, and all things considered, I should have focused on writing more useful content for my audience. For a while, I couldn't see the forest for the trees and misplaced my efforts. But thankfully, in the end, everything turned out fine. So give me your example of not seeing the forest for the trees. Let me know in the comments and talk to you next time.